All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. Casey, how are we doing tonight? Well, doing all right. A little sore, a little sore, but still coming uh, and ready for the podcast. Had a lot of yard work to do working in your fence, so had to move a bunch of stuff. Very sore from that. Uh, Luckily, I'm not putting up the fence because I don't know that I would survive that and (laughs) some professionals doing that. Um, It's a little sore, but just, you know, it's a Golden Globes night, Marlo. Yeah, it is. I know you busted out the red carpet. Right? There's a red carpet. At least a virtual red carpet this year. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of used to get into these things. <laughs> Golden Globes, Oscars. Yeah. But I always... And I always thought, like, when I got older, I would care about it more. And I care about it even less. I don't know why I thought either <laughs> of those. I would I would care about it more. But I definitely care less. Like, I could not give two rips about it. How about you? Are you into these things still? Or ever have Um, Not this year. Even though... I don't know. I feel like I've watched more of the movies and shows that they talk about this year than previous years because, you know, obvious reasons. But, yeah, I'm not really into it. I was like, I I think it was on, and I was like, oh, or I got the notification that was on. I was like, okay, that's funny. But I've been tuning in. And speaking of red carpet, uh, Mm -hmm. did you see Jason Sudeikis (laughs) won his award? Uh, He (laughs) he won... For his show, or the best actor in the sh- on the uh, what's his show, the one where he's a he's a uh, Ted Lars Ted Larso, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, not Lasso, yeah Ted Lasso. Anyways, yeah, he's sitting there stepping his board in like a tie dye hoodie. Swear, <laughs> and I was like, nice. That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and twenty. That's just yeah. That's I mean, it's twenty 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 one early twenty twenty one. Um, all wrapped into one, but that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, to your question, I'm not really, I'm not that into it this year. Yeah. Well, see now, I that makes me want to almost get Apple TV or whatever the streaming service is called. Yes, yeah, Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus, everything's plus. Yeah. Um, because the the Ted Lasso, his the bits are hilarious. He did. It's where he's the American football coach coaching soccer. Uh, yeah. You know, in the EPL, I think he's coaches Tottenham. At least he did in the bits uh, that he used to do. Uh, looks hilarious, and you know, almost worth getting Apple Plus, but gonna, <laughs> gonna hold out for for some other option, I guess. On that, uh, all right. Well, I guess I just didn't want to jump right into Badgers basketball, Marlon. That's where we find ourselves now. Another week, another weekend loss. <laughs> uh, I was talking to somebody this week, and I'm. Like I feel bad because we come on the pod every week and it's just a downer. Because by the time we play, normally the past what three weeks it's three been weeks. yeah win win midweek lose on the weekend yes. win midweek lose on the weekend. So by the time the podcast rolls around, we can't really talk about the good things that happened midweek because that was four or five days ago. We kind of bring it up, but uh, we didn't even get that excitement this week uh, because we had the Northwestern win last Sunday. Uh, so I guess we kind of came in with the Northwestern win last. Sunday. Anyway, whatever. Um, Bachelors lose again on Saturday to Illinois, 74-69. No Ayo DeSumo for Illinois. Uh, Last game against Illinois, he had a triple-double and just controlled the game. And, Marlo, it didn't even matter. Did not. 
it was so frustrating. I, I watched kind of the line go throughout the week. I think Illinois opened up either we, we were their small favorites or Illinois was favored, and we ended up being like four or five point favorites. And I'm I was just watching that, and I go, who in the world is betting on the Badgers at this point? Like, <laughs> I can't, as a fan, I'm so hesitant to put my faith in them again every time they play a good team in the Big Ten, uh, let alone my hard-earned cash. And I don't know who these people were who were backing us. I, and I understand the thought process, right? I could I could like I guess maybe that's why they're doing it, right? Because like mentally, right. you can get there. I thought, but emotionally, I just could not do it, and I had no faith in this game. And uh, it kind—I I shouldn't say when as expected because it didn't go as expected. But like, I guess that proved out my my lack of faith proved out. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of degenerates out there who can talk themselves into into the Badgers the same way you can, Casey. But they just throw money behind it. Um, <sighs> just get hopes that get crushed. It's- <laughs> But who's who's more degenerate? I guess, Marlon, the people who are just losing money or me who is like, <laughs> let it ruin whole weekends. I don't know. It's a good. I don't know. That's a good study. We should do a study on that. What's <laughs> <laughs> worse? Uh, but yeah, this this game, senior night, senior yeah. night. Speaking of, and uh, yeah, senior night, which obviously was was different. We had seven seven seniors that were yeah. honored, which is I don't know, kind of crazy. As we all could as, be back next year. Yeah, so that so I was gonna bring that up, but that talk has okay. been going around. Yeah. Like I think uh, what did I click on ESPN had an article and there's like the front picture was the whole Badger huddle. Yeah, um, and I was like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a big thing. It's, it's we can talk about it in a minute. Let's let's finish yeah. up at Illinois. Okay, sure, with Illinois. But uh, yeah, no, but I mean, going into the game, not much faith. I know, and then hearing Io was going to be out, still didn't and. Like you said, it didn't matter, even to the point where, like, during the broadcast, they're like, well, now these reserves are getting all these all these good minutes, and they're showing out. And it's like, we just can't do anything against, a, you know, a quality opponent. Yeah, that seems to be the message now, right? And we'll talk about a record in a little bit, but when we run up against these better teams, I mean, for goodness sake, Illinois is ranked fifth in the country, so, like, while... It's disheartening. You just kind of hope to get to snag one of these home wins, and we just weren't able to get kind of that signature home win here. Uh, in the game, I guess what was so frustrating in the game, well, first of all, the offense went through its lulls uh, and right away to start the game. I think they scored on their first possession and then didn't score again until like almost a 12-minute timeout, which is – yeah. You can't they win games. The, they missed the next 12 shots. Unbel- absolutely unbelievable. And everything was just front rim, front rim, front rim, all game. Uh, we couldn't shoot all game. But I, before we get to that, I guess, I, and I interrupted my own my own point here, so good <laughs> job by me. Um, we couldn't handle Kofi Coburn. Uh, he was just too much, and that's why my hope never got up too high, uh, or I guess my concern going into this game, even without Io, was – We've seen now a couple times where we just run into these bigs that we just can't. We have size, right? But we don't have yeah. the strength, yeah. I think. Uh, and Coburn was just too much. He finished with 19 points, uh, 7-13 from the field, 5 for 11. Uh, I'm sorry, from the free throw line. And it just seemed like he could. they could get him the ball and he could make a, make a play whenever he needed to. Yeah, I mean, he is, he is a, he's a grown-ass man out there, but... To your point, I, I think if if I want to look, I want to look at the at the glass half full. How about that, Casey? Okay, oh, I'm ready. <laughs> so last game, it was like it was more of an 
it was more I.O. just literally, I don't know how many alley-oops he had last game. Right. But just throwing the ball and him going to get it. This game, all right, he had to do a little bit more work. He actually had to catch the ball, make make a couple moves, um, and but still would find his way to the rim. So he had to work for it a little bit, but to your point, he he could do whatever he wanted to. He still was right. a man amongst boys out there um, and working. So it went from it went from super easy to kind of easy to kind of easy. But what was frustrating in this game, uh, at least how it started. Uh, they worked the inside-out game, right? And yeah. you can see we went into this game and we went, okay, we got to try against Coburn, make it not very easy, just easy yep. uh, for him. Uh, and they were doing that, but then they kept kicking it out and they shot four for, I think they were four for their first four, I think five for their first six from three from freshmen who were like, you talked about earlier, like wouldn't normally be playing. And that, I guess, was, was so frustrating. It's like we executed the defense more or less the way we wanted to. We got the shots we more or less wanted to get. Sure, you know, you'd like a maybe closer hand in the face, but like that was our defensive game plan. And they just beat it with shooting from sh- where shooting probably hasn't come from in the past for them. And that was disappointing. They finished five for nine uh, at 56% uh, from three. But even the fact that they shot nine threes just kind of shows how dominant their interior uh, offense was. Yeah, 100%. And he, I mean, even with your, into the, uh, I don't know if there's more to your point or in the shooting point, but. You know, we still were able to force them into over to twenty turnovers that game. Yeah, uh, and you know, I mean, the, this, the score is closer than it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to be honest, but even I mean, they had we had twenty turnovers up at at a point, and still were down fourteen. Right. Yeah, we went into halftime, and I think they had they had at least double digit, but I thought they had yeah. like fourteen in the first half. Yeah, and it was like. Well, thank God because we're down, <laughs> we're down eleven here uh, with with how poorly that uh, their ball um, security was. Yeah. So yeah, I, and I, I don't know. Some of that was again those younger players being in there. Uh, some of that was our defense playing well. I thought we had a lot of you know hustle plays, even though again it's it's hard to say when they had you know thirty seven points in the first half. So that those were the defensive. I guess successes and failures, but let's flip to the offense, Ben Marlowe. And this is where the real frustration was. We talked about the almost eight minutes of not being able to score a basket (laughs) going 0 for 12. We just couldn't shoot all game. We had shots, they were there. Um, Some shots, you know, you, you wouldn't like. We rushed a lot of three pointers. We finished 10 of 31 from three, but that's 31, including. Trice's late barrage. He finished six of nine, and I believe five of those, four of those, at least four of those. I shouldn't say at least. I think four of those, if not five, were in his kind of late barrage, which we'll talk about in a second. But this, what's been frustrating this whole year has been the shooting, and they keep showing our averages, right? And they go into the game, and, and we're like, oh, they're the fourth best shooting three-point team in the Big Ten. And I look at this team, I go, how the hell <laughs> is this team the fourth? It, it's not fourth anymore. Maybe they're like six, so we're falling back to the pack. But it, we started out when we were good, or when we were winning, I should say, shooting 36, 37, 38% from three. And it just feels like as the season gone down, those averages, every game that has gone 
35, 34, 30. We finished 32. But I think for a while there, we were right. essentially like 4 of 27, 4 yeah. of 26. Something wild. It was it just every shot just a little short just a little long you, you, and with no fans you just hear the rim oh yeah that's sad and it, it, it's brutal but I, uh, yeah and then you know not only the percentages going down but uh, you know we saw 31 threes yeah 31 and it's not out of the out of the out of the ordinary too and like i said the finishes going down is why are we working the ball around Four shots to open up the three. It's just, it just, you know, just from the numbers and watching the game, that we're settling for these threes, um, and they're not falling. And when they're not falling, we, that's just where the where the game really starts to fall apart. Obviously, you don't shoot well. Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to win many games. I think at one point, our overall shooting percentage well into the second half was like around the twenties. Was in the low twenties. Mm-hmm. Not going to win many games like that. And it's just, I don't, uh, yeah, I just we've fallen. Falling in love with the three. Davidson's falling falls in love with the three. Liam Ford, sometimes he gets carried away out there, especially if he hits one, it's over. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna shoot more than his, yeah. his fair share. Um you know and Potter too. I mean, I know he has a sweet stroke out there sometimes, but you know, he kind of floats out there when he could be more he gets he could be more aggressive in the paint um to get those points and that will open it up more threes for other players. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with your frustration there about getting the ball into the paint, and it—it's not like Reavers is going to go down there and bang against Coburn, right? Right. But he has that turnaround. He has that little elbow shot that he was just missing all game. Yeah. Uh, Potter had a couple just going up to get blocked shots. Uh, Tyler Wall the same. Uh, you know, it, it seems like he needs to get down there and pump fake two or three times before he can get one off, but. Uh, and and Aleem Ford feels like he has moments. He has plays where it's just like that looked really easy. He got to the rim, or he hit this, you know, move in the lane. Right? He kind of yeah. does that kind of swooping from left to right uh, action, and it just looks so easy for him. And then the next five times he gets the ball, he shoots right away, or, or he doesn't even look to do the same thing again. So, to highlight some shooting numbers here real quick, Reavers ended up 3 for 10, and it felt like he left 3 or 4 right on that front rim. Uh, there, Aleem Ford, 1 for 7, Brad Davison, 1 for 9. His threes were way off, and he got into the lane a lot, and hit, did those, like, where he's driving in the lane, and he pulls up, and he shoots that, I don't know, 7-footer? Yeah. Just back rim. Every time. It was so frustrating to watch. Uh, he finished one for nine. Uh, Jonathan Davis, who's normally pretty good uh, in the field goal percentage, two for seven. Just outside of Trice, again, in all that will, in the last two minutes, it was just the opposite of a shooting display. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like a what not to do. A what not to do yeah. when shooting for this Badger team. And they, some of them were rush threes. Right, but some of the a lot of them felt like good looks and shots that should go in. Granted, not the post touches we expect to get, but uh, just it was that those shots just not fine in the rim was just was just so tough. So, all right, that's I guess <laughs> the bad and the ugly of the offensive the defensive side. Let's look at what was good at this game, Marlo, and it really was the last couple minutes of Demetri Trice. Tell me how it happened. Yeah, I was well within the last three minutes as I'm like sulking and 
like trying to figure out how we're going to talk about this and just how bad it was. Um, you know, they start to make this this comeback that I don't know. Did you start to buy into at any point? All right, we're, we're transparent on this podcast, right? Yep. All right. I never do this. <laughs> I turned it off. Ooh, I figured. <laughs> I figured there was a lot. I was close. I so when I know the moment I turned it off. They made it another three pointer. I think this is them went five for six from three. Mm-hmm. Uh, 47 35 Illinois. And it was where there was not much offense in the first kind of half of the first second half, excuse me. Yeah. And I we just weren't getting anything going. Uh, I guess we each had about nine points at that point. But the three pointer put it back at 12. And I was like, this just isn't going to happen today. And I angrily turned it off. Um, nice. But. I kept the page up. I kept <laughs> the ESPN page up, and I looked over, and I looked over. I came back, Marlowe, minute 30 left, 62-58. So uh, okay. there's a good stretch there I missed yeah. in full transparency, but I was so frustrated. <laughs> yeah. So you should have kept it off. I the reason that, the reason that didn't happen is because you came back. I came back. Yeah. Got it. Every time I keep it on, the Michigan game, <laughs> when we're down huge, we never come back. Yeah. The one I turn off, we make a comeback and then turn it back on, and we can't follow through. So yeah, but it I was think we figured it out. It was it was it was fairly exciting. I never bought into it, but it was a show, a show by Dimitri Schreitz that he put on in the last three minutes. He's good. Ended up scoring nineteen points in two minutes twelve seconds. Yeah. Um, finished with twenty nine total, uh, and yeah, and it was just he could touch, he could not, mi- he could not miss. He was making his own shot, running off screens, getting his getting his shot. And um, it was fun to watch. It just, you know, obviously it just fell up short, and it would have been nice to have it. And, and, and to your point, I think we, we're going to say this. I'll, we'll say it again. If that had been a Cole Center filled of crazy people mm-hmm. on a Saturday, I don't know. I, that would have been – it kind of it might have been magical. It might have been over that hump. So, yeah, it was it was fun to have – it was fun to have that little run uh, to watch Trice go off to see, you know. Again, I didn't think it would go into it, but, you know, 19 points in – Two in like basically two minutes is was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, um, just frustrated that that was that's not even enough to get over <laughs> to get over <laughs> to get over the hole that we were in. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it it was amazing, and I went back and and, and saw the highlights, and it, it was something else. It's I wish he it. I guess it's uh, my thought is results oriented, right? Because yeah. I wish he would take over more like this yep. earlier in games, more often in games. But there have been games where he tries to in early in games. He's been very successful towards the end of games. But, like, it'll be during our lulls, and he'll shoot a couple quick threes or he'll, you know, kind of drag out the shot clock and then take a, a, a more contested shot that it looks it feels really bad in the moment when it doesn't work. So I guess I'm answering my own question that, it, like, he kind of hopes to realize when he needs to and not force it when he doesn't need to. But I'd like to see this a little bit more often from him earlier in games where he you know, takes over and is successful. Because I think he can do it. I mean, we know he can do it at the end of games, so why can't he do it at other points of the games? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end of that excitement, did you, uh, did, you, were you, did you come back for the technical? What was the technical? So I can't remember the player in Illinois. Anyways, the player is in Illinois. He yeah. went over to the bench. Yep. Said yep. Something. I was back for this. You were back for this, and and then 
So it's a it ended up being a double technical. I, I thought for a minute that's I that was the moment I kind of got excited because I thought Illinois had just got a technical. We were down three at that point, mm-hmm. um, and it was like under a minute to go. So it was like a real shot, but it ended up being a double technical. The other technical coming from the bench, and your boy Alondo Tucker <laughs> was jawing off uh, back yeah. at it like he was in his playing days. Uh, so I thought that was I, <laughs> I was like, oh Orlando, did you think you were playing or something? So I tried to go back and see when was the last time Orlando Tucker actually got a technical in a game. I don't think he ever got one as a player or our research department. Just couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. <laughs> couldn't yeah. find well, it. The, those guys are great. So yeah, uh, I, I know. The, I know they tried their hardest. Um, yeah, I, I remember that. I don't think I realized that there was a technical. Like I, I just saw the join, and then I, maybe I didn't have the sound on or something. Uh, but it just seemed like a lot of muddled confusion. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And then like the play just went as normal. Yeah. So I, I don't think I realized there were technicals in there, but I did I did see that. Uh, I think if this happens the other way, Wisconsin just gets the technical. And like, yes. that's how it feels. Yeah. And the bench doesn't the bench of the other team doesn't get it and we end up losing. That's just the way it feels like this year has gone for us. Um yeah, fr- frustrating. I I would have rather they didn't call anything, but once you call, I guess once you call one, you should call the other. Mm-hmm. But it definitely seemed like the Illinois player deserved a technical. Oh and yeah, the bench the bench might have right deserved it. Yeah. So, and in the end, I guess I'm glad the referees didn't didn't decide the game. Right. Or well, you unless know, it was our way. <laughs> Unless it was our way, but I'd still rather us just you know win. Uh, speaking of referees, Marlo, I'm glad you brought them up. Yeah. Um, the hook and hold before. Oh halftime. yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. Like so, in it was so frustrating watching the broadcast because I was still tuned in at this time. Uh, <laughs> both announcers are like, "How in the world do you call this a hook and hold?" And they go to halftime, and somebody must have got to him because they're yeah. like, "This is the mo- this is a clear definition." Of hook and hold, the <laughs> clearest definition you can have. I'm like, how in the world do you do this 180? He held his arm. <laughs> yeah. He, the guy's, he's going over his back. He holds his arm to prevent him from shooting. It can just be a foul. It can just be a normal foul where he's trying to stop him from shooting. And then they're like, oh, but the t- intention is to deceive him. Look, he points to him. After he commits the foul, that's deception. I was like, this is not what the rule means. <laughs> the rule is the Ethan Hap grab the arm as you're shooting to make it look like they're following you when you really you're pulling them in. It's not to blatantly grab their arm and pull it down as they're trying to shoot over your back. That's not what hook and hold was made for. Yes, he hooks him. I understand that. Yes, he holds him. But that's not the point of the flagrant call he's just holding his arm against him to keep him from shooting which is the same as any sort of like he's going up for a layup and you put both arms out and like you know keep the arms down it's the same thing i was so baffled by that 180 by uh the uh announcers and the fact that was that was called oh, a yeah. hook and hold they must have got her talking to at halftime because yeah dan dockage was going off in this dan dockage way uh about terrible and even i don't know who the other one was but he was Defending Davidson, uh, saying that he gets calls that he shouldn't get because of the person, like the yeah, his the way he plays, and then it yeah. was completely turned around. And they made a point to turn it around too. It was like they didn't even have to go back to it; they really did. No, yeah, not at all. <laughs> and then they they brought it up again. But yeah, I do remember that. Just the the classic. This is like the definition of it. it's like that's not <sighs> okay. 
All right. And the, and everybody's like, oh, he can end up injured. He's holding his arm, so he can't shoot. This happens yeah. often. Right. <laughs> often. Look, that, Davidson looks like a freaking like an ant next to that dude. He's not. Yeah. He's, and, that's not going to injure him. I'm sorry. And they're like the deception. He's saying like, "Look, he's going over my back." I, I guess that's deception. But like, the deception of the hook and hold is to make it look like you're being fouled. Not. I don't know. I, I was so frustrated with it, uh, especially with the call. But whatever. But then I was frustrated with the announcer was doing the the 180 on it. So all right, Marlo. Here we sit. Ten and eight in conference. Two tough games this week coming up to finish out the conference slate. And, I mean, we're not getting that top four that we wanted, so we're readjusting the um, the goalposts here again. And at the end of the day, it's just come down to we can't beat the good teams. Right. We can't beat the good teams. We have to beat Purdue. If we beat Purdue, nope, we're still just in seventh. Sixth. Two, four, six. Sixth place. So that gives us one bye. Yeah, so we have to. I think we have to beat Purdue to guarantee the. Well, we have to win one of the two. We're not going to get ahead of Purdue. They're eleven six. We're ten and eight. So, to avoid falling falling into the Maryland Rutgers level, we have to win one of the two of at Purdue at Iowa. Um, if we lose both, we end the the season five hundred in the Big Ten. <sighs> Gross. Yeah, I don't know. I, we said it'd be nice to get two of two of one, so we had. It'd be nice to get. Well, we have to get at least one. We wanted to get two of the five. Two of the five. We got. We got the Northwestern one. Yep. And we need the Purdue one. Need the or, Purdue. Purdue or Iowa, but I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Purdue is Purdue is more likely. Although I'm not so sure how much I like that matchup anymore. We'll talk about that more. I guess I just wanted to talk about ten eight conference. Um, I don't know. It's it's just hard to think. Like I did not expect the <laughs> uh, what four top ten teams to come out of this Big Ten. I mean, yeah, I can be upset that we're losing to Michigan, we're losing to Illinois, we're losing to Iowa, but those are top eight teams in the country. And if we're not a top eight team, I, I again, I just kind of go back to two things on this season, right? One is you got to get one of those home wins. I think you get one of those home get home wins, whether it's the Michigan game, whether it's the Iowa game, uh, whether it's Ohio State earlier in the year. One of those big kind of uh, statement home wins. We think one of those happens with a crowd, right? So we're just yeah. going to use that as an excuse. Yep. Alternatively, you can't lose to Maryland at home. You can't lose to Penn State. Yep. So those kind of combination of not being able to get the big win – and losing two games you can't lose if you want to compete in the Big Ten or be you know a top whatever seed. We didn't do either of them. We failed in both regards, uh, which is which is frustrating, uh, and has us at at ten and eight. So um, next week, let's look ahead to next week for the Badgers. We already talked about it at Purdue, um, Mackey Fieldhouse, Marlowe. It's a, been a horror show for the Badgers. The you know recent. Historic, recent history, past history, long history. We struggle there. We need this one. I feel like I feel like we have to have this one. Uh, but the more I look at there at uh, Purdue's front line, the less excited I get about watching this game with Travion Williams, their other seven foot white guy <laughs> that they have. They always have to have one. 
I don't feel good about it. No, I don't feel good. They're playing. They're playing good basketball right now too. Their big seven flirt is like what is like it's only been playing basketball for a year and a half or whatever. Um, but it's coming to form now, of course. And you know, it's it's one of those it's two it's teams going in different directions, right? Purdue is yeah. playing some of its best basketball. Wisconsin is not playing very good right now, especially in the especially on the offensive side. And so we'll kind of see where it, we'll see where the chips land. But I agree, though, if we're going to get one, because I think we're both um, concessioning the Iowa game in yep. in our mind. So the Purdue we gotta in, in our mind. So the Purdue we gotta have to have this game at, at least have a shot at you know thinking what we can do something like do something in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, and I think this Purdue game. I, I, this Purdue game is. I think this is so dumb. After a whole season of basketball, we're either a good team or we're not. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're not we're not top of the Big Ten. Right. But are we that next tier? Yeah. Which is now essentially just I guess you'd say it's Purdue and Ohio State. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Are we with Purdue or Ohio State or are we with Rutgers and uh whoever else I forgot? Maryland. I already forgot to mention. Maryland? Maryland Penn State. Maryland and Rutgers. So which group? Which group are we with? Um, and I think it comes out of this Purdue game because we're not with Iowa, we're not with Michigan, obviously. So no. um, there we go. Uh, yeah, and Sunday at Iowa, just no hopes, just no hope for this uh, this game. Um, I thought there might be a letdown from uh, Iowa after their Michigan loss, um, but then they go and beat Ohio State. So looks like that didn't. Isn't the letdown that I that I thought it would be? They did lose, I forget one of their uh, wing players to injury, so doesn't matter. We can't guard guards, so if we just got, I mean, I'm already like, if we just shoot well, if we just shoot well in one of these games, we can steal one still, on the uh, road. If we just put it all together, just put it all if together. We just put it all together for one game. All right, elsewhere in the Big Ten, uh, anything else on the Badgers before we kind nope. of look at the Big Ten at large? All right. Marlon, Michigan keeps winning. They're good. It's it's crazy. And not only are they good, they just run away from teams. It's crazy. They won against Iowa, 79-57, Indiana, 73-57. Uh, and in both games in the second half, their offense is so good. Their motion is so good. They just get so many open looks. It's If it was not Michigan, it would be so fun to watch. <laughs> but... They are, so it's frustrating, and I keep rooting against them as if you know Wisconsin has a chance to win the Big Ten, but I don't know why I do that anymore. Um, yeah, and on the off chance they do miss, they got Dickinson in there <laughs> sucking up all the offensive rebounds. It's it's absolutely crazy. They they look really good and as good as any team in the country. Yeah, but uh, is this Howard? Is this his first? Is this his second year? This is his second, second year. year head coach. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, one who knew, who knew that he'd be. I mean, he's obviously a great, a great recruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, also doing good things at Michigan. Great coach. Kind of scary because then he'll just be around forever. But yeah, Michigan is is good. I, I like we said going into the season, wasn't expecting him to be at the top of the conference kind they of you know they weren't even they weren't even ranked yeah they weren't even ranked but the season. yeah they're just you know 
I mean, they're going to go. Uh, they could go far. Is it also depending on their their? Ma- I mean, not even depending on their matchup. They just seem to have it all together. Um, as you watch this Michigan, they just look like a complete team. They do. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Um, they have a, an interesting schedule coming up here, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. But the other, um, I guess, marquee game of the week was Iowa beating Ohio State. I alluded to it. Or I mentioned it earlier. Service 57. All these three Big Ten games I mentioned, the losing team had 57 points. So, Weird. Uh, what a coincidence. Uh, Iowa beats Ohio State 73-57. Ohio State, speaking ahead in the wrong direction, yeah. losers of their last three Next up against uh, Illinois, I have here, but that doesn't look right. Last three versus Illinois. Don't know <laughs> what that means. Don't know what I wrote down there. All right, but Ohio State heading in the wrong direction. Um, so, really, it comes down to this week, Marlowe, in the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan and Illinois are really the only teams that can win it, and they play Tuesday. So, I guess there's there's two storylines right here in the Big Ten um, for this week the last week of the season, right? You have the the championship, which is Illinois-Michigan State, and then you have the bubble, which is like Michigan State, Indiana, Maryland, I guess Rutgers, but Rutgers is probably in at this point. Uh, am I missing one? I guess maybe you can drop down. No, Minnesota's not getting in, so never mind. So, because it looks like the Big Tens might get 10 teams in, so you're looking at who how that all sorts out. So, um, you got Illinois-Michigan playing Tuesday. If Michigan wins their... I think they win the Big Ten. I didn't crunch the numbers, but that seems very likely. Illinois is one game back, so they would drop to two games back. With They have one to play. Michigan has two to play. On Tuesday as well, that bubble battle, Indiana-Michigan State. Saturday, Iowa plays Illinois. And then Michigan-MSU play twice in the week. So, packed week of Big Ten basketball. I'm really excited, Marlo. What I mean, Illinois, Michigan is probably the highlight game, right? Yeah, on that Tuesday. Yep. Is Io going to be back for that? Uh, it's still unknown. It's a broken nose, right? Yeah, it was a broken nose. Uh, they said he's out indefinitely, which seems. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I mean, that essentially, with Coach K world, that's what one game, two games. What was this? What was that yeah. joke? Yeah, it's like a game and a half. It's like two quarters. Yeah. It's like a one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three halves of basketball is indefinite. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be back at any time, I think is what indefinite means. Um although it although I suppose that's technically what the term means. It's it is indefinite. You don't know. Right. But right. the term makes it seem like forever. A long time <laughs> until <laughs> until something else happens. Right. It, it, it makes it seem longer, but I suppose that by definition it's not. Um yeah, I'm excited for that Illinois-Michigan game and Michigan-Michigan State twice. Michigan State has been playing a lot better. Um, this is March. I just this is March. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know if they're going to have enough to beat Michigan. Yeah, no, they've been playing better, not that good. Um, they did just lose to Maryland. I forgot. I lost. I didn't see that game, but they lost at Maryland. Okay, never mind. This is not. So this is no mind. longer it's March. It's over for them. They had a good run. They had a good run. <laughs> Yep. They beat well. They, you know, they Izzo, beat Illinois and Ohio State. Izzo in March. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't. What were we talking about? I I lost my train of thought. All right, that's fine. We're <laughs> just talking about March, I think. Yeah, we're just talking about March. In so, Juwan Howard, you were talking about. Um. I think as a Badger fan, you just got to hope he goes to the pro soon. <laughs> I think that's the the only salvation from this situation. 
You think? You think he would? Do, I mean, I guess this is his first head coaching job, so that might be. I th- it might have just been I, a catalyst, but I think he's wants to be a pro. I have no idea, right? But right, like, right. and obviously, coaching at your alma mater would have to be an amazing situation, especially when you're winning, um, like they have already. Um, but I don't know. He was on, you know, NBA staffs and stuff. Like he didn't go to like a different college and try to coach. I think he wants to. My, what, what do I know, right? It's not like I'm friends with him or anything. Um, but <laughs> wouldn't that be weird? If sounds was, sounds like, like you have inside information. Somehow right? friends with Juwan Howard. Yeah, like, yeah. Casey's just keying with Juwan yeah. in the yeah. off season. Um, I my 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 interpretation of the situation is I think he wants to play or coach professionally. Excuse me. Um, it maybe that's just me projecting and hoping and hoping that he does. Yeah, but. Uh, all right, big week in the Big Ten. Big week for the Badgers. Uh, see if we can finish out the season strong, or uh, it's the complete 180 of last year. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, other Badger news: Marlow hockey. Uh, the men's hockey team gets two big wins over Ohio State, winning two to one in overtime and seven to zero. Football score there, Marlow. Yeah, um, it is. They are now one point up on Minnesota in the Big Ten standings. However. Minnesota has two game in hand. So we have two games against Michigan State coming up. Michigan State is last place in the Big Ten. So if you had to have two games against somebody, you'd probably pick Michigan State. They have two versus Michigan and two versus Penn State. Their Penn State matchup this weekend got postponed. Um, So I don't know if they're going to make that up, if there's time to make that up or not. Um, Basically, we need them to lose to Michigan this weekend. So there we go. Because in if it's like women's and the men's, it's based on like point percentage. Mm-hmm. So however many per points, you know, you can win three points, however, whatever percentage you get of that. Because uh, the women didn't make up a lot of games. Um, so losing to Michigan would really, really hurt that because um, – yeah, they'd have a lower point percentage. So there you go. Uh, that's those games are coming up this weekend. And the women's side, uh, we have a split with Minnesota Duluth, which we needed. It came down to an overtime in in the last um, the last game to kind of clinch the WCHA conference. So we won the WCHA conference, or the one C- we won it on percent points percentage percent points percentage. As I referenced earlier, we points minnesota duluth had 70.8 percent of her points so we go on to win that uh and set stuff for the one seed for the conference tournament which is next weekend marlowe it's at 107 on saturday we play minnesota who's the four seed minnesota duluth and ohio state play after that game and the championship game should the badgers get there because uh, we're not watching if they're not is at 207 on Sunday. And all those are available where, on some hockey streaming oh, service thing. Where are these being played? In Minnesota. Why? Yeah, that makes sense. Why is Minnesota doing this weird thing starting at 07? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. It's weird. It's a weird place, Marlon. All, right. well, all right. Well, yeah, we'll definitely be streaming if we're not there. We'll be streaming this game. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, if we if we don't make it up to Minnesota <laughs> this weekend, yep. Um, yeah. All right. So that's hockey, volleyball. Marlo, our 
much anticipated matchup against Nebraska was postponed due to. I was looking yeah. forward to this, and uh, it, it was going to be the catalyst to having a, a, a super, a pretty good weekend because Wisconsin was going to win. Yeah, yeah, and it would, you know, as these things do, it would have, you know, catapulted into another win on Saturday, the Friday win into a Saturday win into a Badgers win in basketball. It all would have come together. But it didn't because the volleyball team went on a 14-day pause because of COVID stuff. So they paused all activities. I read the article on the 25th, so I think that's when the 14-day started. So their matchup against Nebraska was this weekend was canceled. Their matchup against, uh, I think it was Iowa, um, the 5th and 6th has been canceled, and I think they'll be back for that 12th and 13th. And I believe it's Penn State, but I don't have the schedule in front of me. So um, that was valuable. That's it All for right. Badgers, Marlon. Any other Badger news? Oh, soccer started not going well. Ooh. Not, not going well. They So they, they moved soccer to spring. Yeah. Um, and it is, if I can get the research team to pull this up for me here. I know they lost their first two soccer schedule riveting stuff riveting stuff here we go oh and three tough start to the season losing oh three to indiana two five northwestern and one zero to rutgers not good not a good start not a good start back on the pitch uh it, well they played maryland uh no they play maryland next sunday they play maryland next sunday so We'll report back on that, but a tough... Should I put this in the... No, I shouldn't put this in the corner. Let's just say in the Badger stuff. So, tough start to the soccer season. Uh, right. A relatively successful um, prior season. So, All right. That's it for Badger stuff. Yeah. All right. We're going to go... I agree. Go into our throw-ins, shall we? Yeah, let's do throw-ins uh, a little bit earlier today because basically these are segments, but we're going to call them throw-ins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about them all at once. Uh, all right, well, in the NBA, I don't know if you heard of it. It's been happening. We haven't talked about it. Uh, and mainly we haven't talked about it the past couple weeks because the Bucks lost four in a row and uh, it wasn't something I wanted to talk about. But now that they've won five in a row, and I put, I put here rounding into shape, um, perhaps... The Bucks are rounding into shape. Uh, a big win today against the Clippers. Uh, finally, kind of beating a good team, which I, we haven't seen the Bucks really be able to do this year. Giannis was amazing. I think he scored 17 of the final 22 points, something like that. Had an awesome block on an attempted dunk, and had a awesome dunk uh, to kind of seal the game with about 10 seconds left. Uh, so it was really fun to watch them put that game away, uh, scoring the last nine points. It was 100 to 96, and they won 105 to 100, something like that. Um, so scoring the last nine and Giannis closing the door, it was awesome. So Bucks hopefully will continue that going forward uh, as they've kind of had an up-and-down year. Anything you'd like to talk about the NBA tomorrow? Um... The Bulls are still younger than the Badgers. Still, still younger than the Badgers. Still younger than the Badgers. Uh, that's it. But uh, Zach Levine is having himself a, a season right now through this chunk. Uh, so go him. But that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Is he an all star? He, yes. 
coaches right. coaches voted him in, which is surprising in itself as as well. But yeah, coaches voted <laughs> him. So yeah, he's an all star. He's yeah. okay about it. Uh, but yeah, but been the la- over the last I think two or three weeks, I've been averaging thirty plus points a game. Hmm. Um, so yeah. That go. wasn't the Bucks. Just, right now, Marlo, in the eighth seed, the Bulls. Ooh. Sitting in the sitting in the eighth seed. Watch out. Little frisky young team. They're younger than the Badgers. <laughs> younger than the Badgers. All right. I want to talk NFL. Because right, NFL, NFL rules the calendar. They rule all. Your yeah. boy Russell Wilson. Or R- Russell Wilson's boys actually <laughs> told Seattle's boys that Russ wants out. Uh, yeah. Don't know, I don't I don't understand why. But then, furthermore, I don't understand Russell Wilson's <laughs> list of where he would like to get traded to. Also, I would. How do you get this? How do you get to this point where you're like, yeah, I want out, but you can only do it to these places. Like, how do I do that? But, um, anyways, his list of teams. Yeah. Do they make any sense? What are the teams, Marlo? Uh, I have okay. I got to hear you Dallas got Cowboys. Yeah. New Orleans Saints, Las Vegas Raiders, Chicago Bears. Yeah. I mean, from a um, Russell Wilson point of view, most of them don't make sense that maybe L- or, or Las Vegas. For winning, I don't see how two of these teams make sense. I see how the Saints and the Bears make sense for winning. Right, because yeah. you kind of look at the Saints, and it's like, well, if you know they have, if they have a really good defense, you could argue that Drew Brees kind of was the reason why they why they didn't win. Yeah. Chicago Bears, uh, I mean, we can talk about them more, but obviously we know the quarterback situation in Chicago. Yeah, uh, Dallas Cowboys have a good quarterback, don't have a defense. Are they just going to score everybody? Las Vegas, kind of the same thing. Like those don't feel like. If I was looking at teams and going. I want to go to this team that's a quarterback away. Now I see Dallas is the Dallas Cowboys, right? So you can kind of go, okay, well, you want to go for the prestige, I guess, or or whatever. Being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback is still a thing, right? Um, okay, sure. <laughs> it is. I'm, okay, sure. You think, you, think, you think Dak Prescott is getting those mattress commercials <laughs> if he's quarterback of the Carolina Panthers? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I don't Probably know. Probably not. Right there, the match is the sleep number. Yeah, yeah, sleep number. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, good. You that got it. You're good. Um, it's a, yeah. It, you're right. I think it's a weird to be like I demand a trade, but only these four teams, which makes it much less likely that I'm going to be traded. In which case, I have to be continue to work in this place from which I demanded a trade. <laughs> I don't. I don't uh, know how that works. It's a weird one. Such an exclusive list that don't really seem like they have anything in common. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's I. I don't know. What serious stories. I mean, the Bears obviously talk about being on the list. Yeah, um, let's talk about it from a Bears. Which is moment. which is cute. It's very cute. There's nothing. There's no. There's no fiber in my bone that says Russell Wilson will make it to Chicago. Uh, I guess we're being honest on this podcast. Sorry for being honest, but you know. Oh, I like what you're saying. Keep saying it. it makes <laughs> But I mean, it's just I can't I can't I can't do this and talk myself into Russell coming and getting excited just just when I already know that there's not going to happen. Just so I'm basically setting myself up to be let down, and I can't do that right now, Casey. 
I can't do that to myself. I think it's fun. I sent you a picture of Russell in a three in a in a three jersey, Bears three jersey. Yeah. That was cute. That was my fun. Pa- that's as far I, as it's going to get. I threw my phone into the snow. <laughs> I looked at it and I just threw it outside. So I got to go find that later. Uh, I did re- mean to respond after I found it with a puke emoji, uh, but then, but then I realized like a couple hours had gone by, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll just we'll just let it go." Um, I mean, as far I've read a lot about like what it would take to get him, and I, I just. I don't get how a deal would get done. Like I, unless it's really that bad in Seattle, which again just doesn't seem like it's that bad for him in Seattle. I mean, outside of like the past two weeks where he did the GQ thing and he did a couple interviews that seemed kind of weird, but he's kind of weird. <laughs> like there wasn't a lot of smoke, right? There wasn't yeah. a lot of like things are really bad here. Um, it, it just seems weird to kind of force this now. And I don't know what kind of package. You, I guess maybe Dallas because then you could just swap Dak and Russell Wilson and that kind of makes sense. I mean, you could at least sell your fans like, look, now we have Dak Prescott. Yeah. You could try it. And I guess Dallas would do that because then they would just extend Russell Wilson and if they have concerns about Dak, they'd be, presumably would have those same concerns about Russell Wilson. Uh, I just I don't know how the salary cap would work in New Orleans. Although I, I maybe they're exempt from it, I'm not sure anymore. Um, I don't even want to think about it going to the Bears, and <laughs> it just just seems so weird. This this list is so weird. Um, and like, what what is what is him going to Las Vegas make the Raiders? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. And there's still Russell Wilson in Las Vegas. It doesn't seem fun. Maybe that's where Rihanna wants to go. That is probably where Rihanna wants to go. That's probably it's. it's it a good point. That's the only reason that made the list. Rihanna there, wants. Let's think about this now as where Rihanna would want to live, and they yeah. all make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, she wants to get residency somewhere. It's a residency show somewhere. No. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> In Las Vegas, Sierra needs to go away. I'm trying. Is that who it is? Did I see Rihanna? Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I said the wrong person. Uh, Dang no, it's it. Sierra. It's Sierra. I know Sierra? who you're talking about. It's Sierra, though. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Shoot. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> All right. There's there's the NFL talk. Russell Wilson. Probably be. Would you rather have. You'd rather have Deshaun Watson than Russell Wilson, though, right? Ooh. If you're out there in the trade market for Ooh. a quarterback. Right now. Let's say they're the, they cost the same. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I, and this might be. I would lean towards Russell. Really? I mean, he's done it. You know. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Sean Watson's a great talent, but he hasn't. What has he done? He hasn't. Did he have a playoff win? He's been to the playoff, but he hasn't ever win. But you know, he's not unlimited. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, Russell's done it, and he's also done it under like, you know, not the best circumstances as far as. You know, offense, offensive line. He's had a good defense before. That's when he won. But you know, he's still, he's still. You, you can see he's still a good quarterback and can win games. He can win mm-hmm. you the games. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think I would lean towards Deshaun Watson. I just don't want Russell Wilson to go somewhere else because I've kind of convinced myself that like, hey, it's okay if Russell Wilson, like from a Badger fan standpoint. Yeah. I don't mind Russell Wilson winning for the Seahawks, even though a lot of those wins have come at Packers' expense. Um, 
a kind of like it's, Stockholm syndrome isn't the right word, but I've kind of blocked it out and like accepted that like my team is going to have to lose some to the Seahawks because I want Russell Wilson to do well. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the Packers win, but like you know, it, it makes me. I still want Russell Wilson to be successful. If he goes to another team, I don't think I can transfer that with him. <laughs> Especially if it's the Bears yeah. or the Cowboys. I don't think I can be like, now I kind of want the Cowboys to win because I want Russell Wilson to do well. I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I know that's not happening for the Bears. Yeah. So, gotcha. For that reason, I don't I don't want him to, to switch. All right. <laughs> next. next. Wow. That should have been a segment. That was more than a throw-in. All right. <laughs> next throw-in. Marlo, pitchers and catchers have reported, we have baseball. I I tuned in a little bit. Okay, I don't know if I tuned in. I saw some highlights, and <laughs> it looked it looked sunny. It looked warm, um, and they were playing baseball in the Cactus League, uh, Brewers and White Sox. The, it was a pod derby. Uh, Brewers and White Sox to start the um, start the the uh, spring great. training season. Brewers win seven to two. Find a couple home runs. Um, Looks like your White Sox aren't going to win the AL after all. No, they're not. Uh, Brewers are going <laughs> to the World Series. White Sox are not. Uh, yeah, duh. Why, why even play the season? Yeah, yeah. Spring training that happened fast. I saw the I saw my you know my alerts. Yeah, it happened fast. I saw the I saw my you know my alerts start yeah. coming back up for. It's it's happening. Um, but it's too early for me to get into, into baseball. So yes, it's going on. Well, it was funny because, you know, after the Super Bowl, it's like the 40 more days until whatever, spring training and stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's like forever <laughs> from now. And now it's here and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not ready. But it was fun to see the sunshine. And obviously, you know, being in Wisconsin, you're looking outside still at a foot of snow, even though it's been melting for what, a week, a week now? Yeah. I know. I was thinking <sighs> about that today. We've had a rough freezer for like a week, week and a half. And there's still just a ton of snow. ton of snow. Yeah. Yeah, so we're staring at that and watching some uh, some Arizona baseball. Looks pretty good. Um, yeah, so that's happening. All right, a true throw in Marlowe. Any other M- any other MLB stuff? No, so, no, that's it. Spring training's going. I'm starting to get a little excited for baseball. I mean, obviously the scene the the, the opening day of spring training, but like, can't wait to get the I'm, getting the, itch, I'm getting the itch for some the itch for summer. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. The warm nights, the 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 sound of the crowd, even if it's fake, I don't care. Just give it to me. <laughs> give me a hot dog. The, give me a hot dog and a fake crowd sound. And leave me alone. Then just let me sit on my porch. And <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Sounds good. Deck not a porch, but all right, you get the idea. Yep. All right. Next thing, uh, I know you're watching this, Marlo. Uh, I am SC two tournament was this weekend i somehow stumbled on this on twitch and ended up watching a lot of it uh raynor ends up winning he's the first okay well rewind rewind what do all those letters mean what are those letters mean excited iem means uh i don't know whatever um it's the it's like intel something it's kind of like the the culminating tournament of StarCraft 2. Oh, StarCraft. So they compete throughout the year to get rankings to get into this tournament, and then this is the um, the final. So think like the FedEx Cup, right, in okay. golf. Okay. And then you compete throughout the year in these events. You get points, 
and then you end up here. I, this is how I understand it. This could for be Starcraft. wrong. NES, Starcraft 2. For Starcraft 2. Got which it. Which is a 10-year-old game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> having this weekend, I watched a lot of it. I didn't watch the final because I was doing, Afro said, outdoor stuff um, today. Um, but Raynor wins. He's 18-year-old from Italy. Wins this. Uh, he's the first non-Korean to win, he's the first non-Korean to win the IEM challenge, which is kind of like the rebranded, rebranded name of it. And he's the second non-Korean ever to to win the con the contest. So that is pretty cool. Hold on, I think I have that set up here. So it's the first time in eleven years at IEM that a non-Korean has won, and the second time ever in esports. Again, we're an esports podcast. Remember that, Marlon. Right. Second time ever that a non-Korean. Has won a StarCraft 2 <laughs> title. It's crazy. Uh, and it was really exciting. He plays Zerg Marlow, which I play Zerg. I'm not nearly good enough to play Zerg, but I do it anyway. Um, so that was cool. He had a really interesting strategy. I'm not going to get into it, but it was... It was. <laughs> he kind of forced these like large clunky units into choke points in, in situations in which they shouldn't be successful, and he somehow was able to make it work. It was very strange to watch because as the casters were watching it, and most of my knowledge that I kind of distill through what the casters are saying, they were not expecting his pushes and his attacks to work, and they were, and they were surprised by that, which I found very interesting because that means he was doing something different or special to, to make it happen. And he's already any one, so there we go. Boop, boom. All right. Did you watch you watch any of the StarCraft Two tournament? Mark? I did not. I missed. Uh, hmm. I meant to. It was on my. It was on my list. It was my on, your, on your, your Twitch list. Yeah, it was on my Twitch list, and then uh, nice. something nice. came up. Darn. Yeah. It always happens. It always happens. Yep. <laughs> Pesky basketball. Always happens. Something always happens. All right. To, that's it for To it. be fair, that might have been what I turned on when I turned off the batteries. <laughs> Any more throw-ins? That's it for throw-ins. That's I it think, for throw-ins. Right. All right. Well, you know what time that makes it? Makes it time for everyone's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. Milo, for the first time in at least three weeks, I get to come on this podcast with a victorious Liverpool statement. They finally get back to their winning ways. Um, they had their first win in their last four Premier League matches, winning 2-0 over, over Sheffield United, who is one of the bottom uh, teams in the league, one they needed to get. And for a while, it looked like they were just never going to get that break- breakthrough goal. Finally, they got it. Um and really, this stat came out in this game. Um, kind of the story of the season is not so much how Liverpool has done against the other kind of top teams, the good teams. They haven't been as good as they have been in the past. But where they really have been struggling is against the bottom teams. Of the bottom seven teams in the league, they only have eight points off their uh, games against them, which is which is a terrible stretch for a team who fancies themselves a title contender. Uh, which Liverpool definitely did until, uh, I don't know, four weeks ago when when this uh, stretch started happening. Uh, they're currently ranked sixth, two points off fourth place, um, and really the title's gone. City's running away with it. They're 12 points ahead of Manchester United, and I don't know, even more than that ahead of, uh, ahead of um, Liverpool. There's really no way that Liverpool can win in Manchester City, who's won their last... Not only didn't hasn't lost, but has won their last twenty competitive matches across all competitions, which is uh, they've 
broken in exceeded their own record. So they've been playing absolutely surreal, uh, surreal football, as they say, um, which has been, I wouldn't say fun to watch. It's like Michigan. It's like watching Michigan right now. Like you respect it and it's, it's good, <laughs> but you don't enjoy it because it's a team you'd rather have lose. Um, this week, Marlo, I know, you know, you, you're disappointed you missed all that StarCraft II stuff, but yeah. may I entertain you with a whole week of soccer. Um, there's going to be soccer throughout the week. Basically, every day this week, there's going to be soccer. Uh, EPL soccer throughout the week. There got matches. Um, Liverpool playing Thursday versus Chelsea, Sunday versus Fulham. And the matchup of the weekend, of the week and the weekend, um, is on Sunday at 10.30, Manchester City versus Manchester United. If City... It, more or less, if Manchester United doesn't win this, the league's probably over. Manchester City is going to win. So, all right, we have that. We have that. Where that'll be twenty-seven games into a thirty-eight game season, and it'll probably already be over. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be in the very uncommon position. In I don't even know because Liverpool is not going to win the league, right? Yep. So I want the other top five teams ahead of Liverpool to lose. So in a weird way, I might want Manchester City to win this game. Hmm. I'll have to think hmm. about that. I have a week to think. Yeah, about. let it marinate. Let it marinate. Yeah. That's it for the quarter kick. Um, Premier League matches all week. Champions League returns next a week after this. So we'll talk about that next week. All right. That's it for the quarter kick. Uh, that's it. That's going to be it, Casey. That's going to be it for myself. Uh, as always, yeah. guys, you can find us at Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. Uh, that's it for me, Casey. You got any last words? That's it. I can't believe we talked a whole hour because I thought <laughs> it's always the case. <laughs> we were going we to have anything to talk about. It's weird. When we have a packed show, we talk. Well, I mean, maybe it goes a little bit more than an hour. But when we have a packed show, it goes <laughs> a little bit more than an hour. Yeah. Like maybe sometimes half an hour more. Uh, but when I kind of look at it and go, I was like, we really just have basketball to talk about. We find other ways. Oh, we but, f- all right. Yeah, find way to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking hook and hold call. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Until next time, Marlo and fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.